Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind, like the new Inspire leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. So, Tom, mm-hmm. we're sort of doing a mini mini recap of the show last week. Not a recap as such. No. We, just, we had mm-hmm. Alan Carr on the show last week. Oh, very we're exciting, still recovering it? from the excitement of it, yes. Very exciting. Wonderful. And... We sort of mentioned it a little bit on the show, but he is a bit of a gay icon, isn't he? Yeah, and I think he sort of said it jokingly, but I really feel like, you know, as we described him as a, a beacon, beacon or a beer can, beer can. Um, he is, hes he really is. Like, I, th- I think anybody in the public eye who just is themselves is always going to be a role model. Yeah, to someone. You know, the same is true, I think, of like David Bowie or Prince or... There's a man in Portsmouth who like dresses as a pirate all the time. I mean... He's, he's being true to who he wants to be, right? He is an icon of Portsmouth. Icon. Yeah. An Ar- Arkan. An Arkan. Yeah, yeah that's there'd be a man be. as well who walked down who um, wasn't part of Reptile Club, but what? always had... Another friend. Always had an iguana with him. Really? But why didn't he join the reptile club? He would have been a perfect Maybe he was there when I wasn't. Maybe maybe we didn't cross paths. Maybe he'd had a horrible... Maybe there was a reason Oh, maybe there was politics, yeah. There's always politics. You know what these small small groups are like. Maybe maybe his iguana was very... um, Didn't get on with the other reptiles. Oh, yeah. Well, they can be be tricky iguanas, you know. No, Tom, I've got no idea. What the, yes, I don't know what the personality of an iguana would be. Oh, very laid back, I'd imagine. Mm, I don't think I'd like to be in a small room with one. Do you not? I don't think so. Oh, I quite, I quite like them. See, but you're scared of snakes, aren't you? Yeah, so I find like an iguana would be a bit Anything too that's like scaly? Kind of, yeah. Oh, God, don't come near me when I've got eczema on vile. No. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, now, so... Have so I put you about- back on women yet? What? Have I put you back on women yet? <laughs> <laughs> Nearly. Good. Um, the, so have you... So who's your icon then? I would say... Gay Ellen. icon. Sorry. Ellen. Ellen. Oh, very good. Yeah, Why? Why though? Why? So I started watching her start her... I knew her from like her sitcom probably, which I think used to be played on like Channel 4 really late at night. Oh, yeah. So I was sort of aware of her. And um, she came out like a good few years before I think I realised I was gay. But you know you've got that thing in the back of your mind that you're sort of different, don't you? Of course. Not even in the back of my mind. Right in the front. Right in the front. I seldom in think the anything In the frontal lobe. In the frontal lobe. Thank um, you. And 
And then I just, I, and then I, when she came out, I found it sort of quite exciting or exhilarating. Well, there was something about it that I found quite, even before I'd sort of like realised myself that I was gay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just trying to drink a coffee from one of those coffee cups that have got a lid on. And I don't know what is the point of those lids. They just get drips everywhere. I've got drips all up my hand. I've got them on the arm of the chair. So annoying. I know. You I, I, You need a si- sippy cup. That's what this is. Well, you need like a beaker. Like a beaker. Oh, like a beaker. Like a beaker. <laughs> a beaker. Um, I, I just... I don't know. I just don't... Why don't you just take the lid off and drink it like a normal No, because then I'll squeeze it too tight and then it'll go all over me. And I've got my camel trousers on. My okay. camel toe trousers. Your camel toe trousers with the humps. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the lovely chat no, about Ellen. No, no, no. I was really getting so annoyed that I had Ellen. a cup of coffee there that I was going to enjoy as I was listening to you tell, talk about Ellen and then the cup just went and destroyed it all. Just things like I that. I think you should take the lid off. Tom, I'm not sure this is interesting listening. Do you think it is? Yes. People care. <laughs> so get on my I trousers. So Ellen, you knew you were different and you, she sort of... And she was different. And then um, I think that she... I don't know, She. I just... I. I really liked her and then she came out and then I found that all quite exciting and yes, I couldn't yes. How quite did you get my... feel? What did you feel when that Well, happened? I wasn't... I wasn't... I must have been about 11 or 12 so I was sort of aware of something maybe yeah, but not blatant, sure. Yeah, it's isn't it? But I remember finding it quite thrilling. Yes. The idea of her being gay. Yes, same was true of me with Michael Barrymore. Really? Kind of. Oh. When I was like, oh, people can be gay. That's basically what it said. Yeah. Oh, people can do this thing. But oh, okay. Did you feel at that time? And I think Ellen, I mean, slightly different, but um, but I feel like Ellen was treated so badly by the press. Mm. And when Michael Barrymore first came out, I mean, regardless of whatever happened or didn't happen after that, um, the thing is that, like, at the time, he, it wasn't treated as a positive thing by the mm. press. And I think Ellen, in particular, she was. It was awful, wasn't it? Degen- yeah, because it was like Ellen Degenerate. Ellen Degenerate. That, Even that on Oprah, a- like Oprah, like had that other woman shouting at her. Oh yeah, but Oprah also had interviewed people from the Klu Klux Klan. Has she? Everyone's been on Oprah. Oh my god, why haven't we been on there? I don't know, but she's love Oprah. Oh Network. Oh, oh I know. Oh Network. And then she's got a magazine. I oh, mean- Harpo Productions. Um, would you like to be in O Magazine? What would be the thing you'd pitch to them? To O Magazine. Yeah. Um, Oh my God, Susie Ruffles here. <laughs> and it would just be... I think you would do my... a great feature in that. What would it be? Just your what? Um, I don't know. I tell you what, I've, I've been cooking some really nice things lately. Oprah loves cooking. That's the thing. Loves what would food. You, Doesn't what work. She depends which point she's at. Yeah. But what, um, what, did you, what would you cook for, for her magazine? Start making a quiche. A quiche. Oh, I love a quiche. I love a quiche. What sort of flavour did you make it? Oh, I make. I made a cheese and mm. onion. Oh, cheese and onion, lovely. And with a bit of brown sauce, which makes it really, oh. really pikey. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, a bit of brown sauce. Oh, was it? Did you have it with any sort of salad or chips or what? Well, yeah, but then I have to eat the salad first because I don't want my brown sauce to go on the salad. Oh, interesting. I'm an oddball. Has I nobody know. ever made like a salad dressing out of brown sauce? Tom, I'm going to have to leave the podcast immediately. <laughs> I've got something I simply have to do. <laughs> that would be something, wouldn't it? Do you know what um, HP stands for in HP Sauce? Uh, yeah, it's... Um, do you? No, I was going to try and come up with something, mm. but I wasn't very quick. Yeah, Houses of Parliament. That's uh-huh. why there's a picture of Big Ben on it. Houses of Parliament Sauce. Oh. HP. Good huh? Oh, I like it less now. Well, you know, it's a fun fact. those Tories having it. Well, I think everybody might have had it. Oh, okay then. I don't know who had the sauce, but you know. Uh, but um, 
Uh, so Ellen. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, so, but then, but then once. So then I was sort of aware of her, and then I got into stand up, mm. and then oh, I mean, her early stand up is just. It's great, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. What was it? David Letterman invited her onto the sofa, which has never been done. Yeah. Uh, was it? I don't think it was David Letterman. It was. Or was it before uh, then? Was it Johnny I Carson? I think it was Johnny Carson. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She was the first woman to ever be invited to sort of chat on the chat show um, as a female comic. Oh, really? Because it would always be the male comics would do a five-minute routine or a three-minute routine. And if they were famous, they'd and sit if, down. And then they'd sit down. But uh, her set went so well. She hadn't been told previously that she was going to be asked to chat. And he was like, come but over, he said, join, come us over and join us on the sofa. Wow. So I, I, and then I loved her stand-up. There's a, there's a CD on Spotify. I mean, I sound about 80. There's a CD on Spotify um, called Taste This. Oh. And it is so great. It's like one of her... It's like her... I think her first, like, proper recorded thing and it's just it's so funny so 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 funny so good I just love her and then obviously I sort of realized I was gay and had to decide whether I would be well not decide whether I would be out but whether I would because you know there are plenty of people that are in the public eye but don't talk about their relationships or I could do comedy where I don't reference my sexuality I didn't when I first started doing stand-up well yeah you um you said you had a wife and kids didn't you yeah yeah three children yeah three children I said I was 22 (laughs) but yeah that was the thing Bromley Bromley that's possible But yeah, no, absolutely, and I, and she hadn't presumably in her first album talked about no, no, she, she wasn't out. Like no, she was. Um, I think that was. I think that CD was out before. Sort of. I think it would have been maybe like halfway through the sitcom, so she would have been like famous. Yeah, that's true. Isn't it? It was famous. going out. And it's just also, going... remember, like sitcoms. Like sitcoms now are big, but like when people oh, didn't have streaming channels. devices, and yeah. we four, you know, four or five channels, and they didn't have huge networks, and we didn't have. You know, all the Netflix mm. and all the American stuff and they, the American stuff didn't have the British stuff. Like, it was yeah. huge to be in a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we all knew about Ellen, didn't oh we? Oh, my God, yeah. I think Channel 4, I remember, did a thing. Graham Norton hosted it where um, when she was when she was cancelled by America, yeah. he had her over and had this, like, party for her that was on television. Oh, my God. It was her, like, him walking her around this party of people and saying hi to people. I just, and then, so, yeah, and so then she came out and I thought she was just, oh, I just, I thought it was I thought it was remarkable. I just thought that she was so you know, people were so horrible to her and she managed to, you know, keep her head held high and be so graceful. Very graceful, and wasn't just, it? And, I mean she must have been having a horrible time oh my behind God, the scenes. So hard. So hard, so hard. And then like to bounce back, I mean mm. yeah, so I just think that she's oh God, she's incredible. I just love her. Wow. I'd, I'd love to meet her, but then I don't know whether I'd become a massive prick. Maybe. You know, like be like, Oh, hi, I um What like <laughs> Like what happened with Mel C. Like when I met a Spice Girl. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I feel like with Ellen, I have no. such this like weird, like I have this connection to her being like, I'm gay too. I'm a stand-up too. I'm, do you think she would be nice about it? I have it, a brother too. Oh, uh, she's got a brother. She's got a brother. And also her mum, Betty, wrote Betty. a book about what it's like to have a gay daughter and how she felt. Wow. Like she, Did you give it to it, I gave it, it to my mum. To your mum. Oh. And it, I, it really helped my mum. Really? It was when my mum was going through a stage where like, you know, she's never been... You know, she just took her a little while to get her head around it. Yeah. You know, I'm genuinely one of the first lesbians she's ever met. Of course, any one of us. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm the first. And you. that's because I'm 107, but looking <laughs> remarkable. Remarkable. Um, <laughs> and, 
And so, and and it really helped. That's my mum, yeah, my mum absolutely loved it. That's great, isn't it? I mean, they are pretty good at that in America, aren't they? They're like, what's your thing? What's your story? Yeah, okay, I love so, it. Like, Whereas here it's like, shh, no. Yeah, they be are. Be like the rest, be like the rest. Mm, be like the rest. Yeah, they are a bit like that. Well, that's why it's a good, she's a good icon, isn't she? Yeah. Too? So um, I just, and now like, you know, the, the shirt, her show's great. It's so funny. It's so like, funny. Like, the bad paid for photographs is one of the oh funniest things. Oh my God. Things. And like, so good. Ba- it's just like, bad, um. Yeah, like the, the prom pictures oh, and the yeah. baby pictures. Oh, and like yeah, that's so just... funny. In a way that I've not really seen on a lot of American television. It's like quite like laughing at and it's really themselves, in- and like, it's which they really don't always inclusive, do. Yeah, very inclusive which I love. like that. Like, my God, could you imagine like 25 years ago saying the biggest primetime show, or is it daytime show in America, yeah. that gets the most hits yeah. is going to be hosted by a lesbian. Yeah. People Huge, have just been it? like, yeah. oh my God. Huge, yeah. Do you remember how she opened the Oscars? Like, it was like the year after September the 11th. Oh, I know. It was so she funny when she saying, said, this is, what the, this is exactly what Al-Qaeda would hate. So, yeah, the, the Taliban would hate, I think, um, uh, a lesbian in suit talking to a load of Jews. <laughs> yeah. Just so funny. So funny. So and funny. So, and, and like, I, fuck, oh, I just love that. Like, to be brave enough to mm. say that and not to be... Like, that's the thing in this country. We're so, we're so like, reserved about, like... So reserved. Oh, God, don't do that. Don't yeah. Don't, don't make a big fuss of yourself. Don't, make a fuss. don't yeah, draw don't, attention to yourself. Yeah. Don't have an edge. Don't be spiky. Don't be... Don't, this, yeah, don't yeah, be yeah. Don't be... I mean... Sometimes I just want to tell you what to fuck off. Uh, well, <laughs> not you, yeah. the listeners. <laughs> Just, just life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Ellen's ever told everybody to fuck off. By the way, no, but, I don't yeah. think she has. Maybe behind the scenes. No, maybe, maybe, maybe behind the scenes, we'll never know. But um, she, but you know, to, but to have yeah, that no, sort absolutely. of, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think as well, it's like a lot of the time, our gay icons have often been tragic figures. Mm. If you think of like Judy Garland, or you think of even the pictures one Sally Bowles, or you think of who else is a gay icon? But that's, but that's sort of gay icons of women that were sort of fabulous fag hags. I guess so. Yeah, I guess, yeah, they're not actually, like, actually gay, are they? Yeah. But I suppose up until that point, they weren't openly, they weren't out gay so people. So why to did Judy Garland become a gay icon? I think because the the film was so iconic. Right. Because and she was such about... a tortured star, which kind of right. plays into this idea of the romance of Hollywood. It's like sort of a sort of Sunset Boulevard kind of thing, this kind of tragic figure. I mean, I've of, said it before on the podcast, but... but podcast. Podcast. The podcast. On That's the, podcast. The, the last episodes. The it's podcast. The podcast. Um, but yes. Yes, she was just wonderful. Glenn Close. Oh, God. Was wonderful. I haven't even seen it. But she that's all you need to have but to listen, say But listen, carry on. As um, you were. You just go, Glenn Close, she was wonderful. Have you booked tickets to see Funny Girl? You must go and see Funny oh, Girl. Oh, Sheridan Smith. Sheridan yeah. Smith is wonderful. That's She's going to become a gay icon. Yeah, she could become a gay icon, couldn't a she? A gay icon. A gay icon or a daikon, as I um, said yesterday to Susie, which is, of course, a Japanese radish. <laughs> um, but I uh, thought that was like a, an icon for dykes. Well, it could be. It a could daikon. be. In Japan, the lesbians love radishes. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why. But um, the, I think someone like Judy Garland, I think it's the tragedy. It's that story, isn't it, that I guess makes people feel less alone. Like, I think in their tragedy, if their tragedy yeah. is validated by somebody. That's what I think. I don't know. No, I but, think you're right. I think you're right. And who are the other the other ones? Cher. She, I suppose, is she, she's got a... Is she an icon or do the, the gays just love her? Oh, that's interesting. What's the difference then, do you think, between an icon and then just an adoration? Oh, I don't know. I loved her more after she went on Will and Grace. She was willing to have the piss yes. taken over. Yes, I loved her more. I was more. like, oh, yay. I think you've either got to be a bit tragic or a bit, like, mad. Like, Cher's tweets are... Absolutely at, ...out of this world. <laughs> out of this world. Yeah, she's mad, isn't she? Um, and I think that 
like I think that's part of the share appeal, maybe. Chappelle. 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 Um and did she have some sort of I think she's always been quite like fun. Bet Midler, she's not particularly tragic, oh, yeah, but I she's an icon, Bette isn't Midler. she? I think she's got a bit of tragedy in that. But she but like her career started in gay saunas, didn't it? Yeah, performing with Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. I don't know what they were doing there. No. I don't know why he was there. No, no um, idea. But he was playing the piano. And she would sing. And I think maybe that's sort of slight tragedy. And also doing like a tragic film like Beaches. Oh, God, The gays yeah. love all that, don't they? Yeah, love it. A Do you like song. the film Beaches? Never seen it. Oh, my God, Tom, it's absolutely heartbreaking. Who dies? Does she die? No, the other one. Oh, uh, and then I she just sings. it. Well, I knew somebody died. It's ever so sad. Yeah, it does sound sad. What, are they sisters? Best friends? What? Best buds from school. Best buds from school. Oh, and then one of them dies. And then um, she has to look after her child. So, like, if I have a child and then I die, you might have to look after it. Oh, that's fine. That's kind of my ideal, like, way of bringing up children. Like, a sort okay. of in a filmically comedic way. Like, gay man having a fabulous single life suddenly has to look after a child after his friend dies. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And also everyone would be like, oh, God, Tom's done such a great job with those children. Those children have done so well. How many children are they going to be? Seven. Those seven children. Seven children, is that? <laughs> he put them and all through all private school. And they're all going to be named, um, like they were in The Sound of Music. I was going to say what seven. Oh, so that's it'd be, Liesl, Gretchen. Liesl, Gre- Gretel. Brigitte, Friedrich, oh. Hans. What was the other one? Who was the, the Nazi that she falls in love with? What was Wait, his name? Ralph. It's got nothing Ralph. to do with Ralph. Will there Ralph's be a Ralph? not there. <laughs> he went pop round, sure, but he's not one of my children. Well, I'll have to get a conservatory if that's the case for them to sing around in. Look, they might not sing. Who knows? They could. They better if they're going to be my children. Oh, God, Tom, you're looking less and less like oh. the perfect stepfather. Yeah, that's it. That's how it runs. Oh, and then you'd become, and you'd get... You'd get like a, uh, a a nanny that was a man. Yeah. And he'd soften your cold heart. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice idea. After I've just been a submarine captain in the war. Yes. Oh, Tom, I love this story. <laughs> yeah, it's a great story, Many isn't film it? Film writers out there, guys. Uh, guys, down. don't fit, don't hold back. Um, oh, I don't think the first scene. That'd be really annoying. Oh, um, yeah. Or maybe you'd have a flashback in a dream. Or, or I could be dead and I could talk to you. Going, oh, a ghost. Look after the ghost. In the reflection in the conservatory. Oh my God, that'd oh, be great. That'd that would be, be lovely and terrifying. But it'd be all decomposing. <laughs> oh. So it'd have like a horror twist. Oh, a horror twist. That's nice. Yeah. A nice, a nice um, a cross genre. A melge of genre. Oh, I would love that film. Yes, yes. Um, I think I don't know if I would be good at bringing up your children, though. I mean, I would be. I feel like I would be quite attentive. Planning on dying? No, no. I also have a partner, and we have no children. And you have no children, so there's lots of factors against me. But that would be like my ideal. Like I couldn't. Like it would just be like if I had to bring up a child, then I wouldn't have to be like thinking about it and planning it. Well, you just want one to fall into your lap. Basically, yeah. I, I don't want any of the fuss to go with it. And just that they like... Maybe just a dog. Maybe and they'd ask me questions about like, what was my mummy like? And I'd say, your mummy was a wonderful woman. Oh, thanks, and then I'd Tom. look away, but I'd hide the tears because I'd have to be strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Be good, wouldn't it? That'd be really good. In the conservatory. Yeah. So many scenes in, the, in that in conservatory. The conservatory. We're really going to get our really worth. worth. But it's really worth the extension, isn't it? Yeah. Really worth getting the extension for. Maybe a swimming pool as well. No, because then the, the youngest one would drown or something. Oh, yes, that's true. More tragedy. No, so much tragedy. Like, to oh, that well, per- at least she's permanent. with her mother now. She's with mummy now. Um, mm. Tom. Yes? We're really good at staying on topic today. We've been quite on topic today, I would Bang say. Bang on top. Bang on topic. I mean, last week we had a topic and we had the topic here to remind us of that um, topic. So we couldn't go off so much then. But That's true. This week, I think we've been quite disciplined. Um, Tom, did you have a gay icon growing up? Yes, David Duchovny from The X-Files. Oh my God, tell me more. I was obsessed with The X-Files, everybody. Um, 
and I used to. Oh, have, I liked it. Did you? Yeah. Stickers I used to have on the inside of my wardrobe door. We weren't allowed to have stickers or posters in our rooms, but I had them on the inside oh of my, my wardrobe God, I door. Had no idea that your parents were that strict. Really strict. Mum was very protective of the wallpaper. Yeah, I can imagine that with your mum. Mm, very protective, and no board games either. What? We never played board games. I've never played Scrabble in my life. I'm terrified. No, of it. me neither. Oh, I'm oh so dyslexic. People, I'm, oh, of course. Do you imagine trying to spell oh. things out? Oh. I'll play it with you, but that does sound a little bit time-consuming. Yeah, but it'd be like cat, <laughs> dog. We could have the... a yellow board. Yeah, we could have a yellow board. I mean, can I just have someone to help me? I just don't really want to play Scrabble. Maybe that's part of it. I mean, I think I'm really good at Play-Doh. I have other skills. Plasticine, great, lovely. Play-Doh, the one with the hair. Did you have Ooh, that one? Yeah, I had that one. That was oh, great. that was the best. And I'm quite good at Lego. Are you? Yeah. No, that was something that I was quite good as a child. I was in the Lego department of John Lewis at the weekend. And clang. Clang. It's right at the top of the escalator. And there was a Darth Vader made of Lego. And the thing is, I find with all those Lego, those like massive Legos, mm. They're all glued together, so it's nonsense. And okay. then there was there was one thing you could buy of the Sydney Opera House. It didn't look anything like the Sydney Opera House, which I've been to. Oh and my God. I just thought this is bullshit, especially because the Sydney Opera House, if you get up close to it, it's made of little tiles. They could have made... Sorry, I just burped a bit. Oh my God, you're not even drinking that coffee. Not even drinking the coffee, you're just talking too fast. They could have made the tiles like the Sydney Opera House tiles to make the Opera House, but it was just this, like... It was shit. It was actually shit. Okay. What so the, the X-Files. <laughs> the X-Files. Gillian Anderson. Loved her. Wasn't she great in War and Peace? Did you see her in that? No. Oh, great scene in the last episode where she sends somebody away from a party. I won't spoil it, but she is on point. It's brilliant. She's also super hot. She's super hot. She's super hot. She's got better with age. Yes, good thing to say. I mean, I suppose we're looking back on her in the X-Files probably thinking like, that must be 4,000 years ago. It's probably like, what, 15 years ago? Yeah. It's not that long ago. Very boxy jackets. Lovely boxy jackets in like burgundy and like grape. (laughs) I I, I would find it quite scary. Yeah. I would be terrified and I would sometimes stay up late. (laughs) Deny everything. Oh, it was so good. I wonder why, I think I liked it because it was a sense of like another world that was different to my own. That's what I was obsessed with as a child. Just escapism. I just wanted to escape anywhere else. Houdini. Houdini. In a box. With chains. Underwater. That's all I wanted. Weekend in Berlin. Weekend in Berlin. Thank you. <laughs> Made a lot of money for that. And, um, and, and so, yeah. So I loved David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. I didn't think I fancied him, really. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, um, I don't really know. I mean, he must have made he a lot of He just looks like a man to me. Like, I can tell that, like, Brad Pitt's really hot. Yes. And, like, you know, I'd probably be like, yeah, go on then. In the big short, doesn't look anything like him. No. Do you know? Oh, my God. I what? shared this on Facebook, Tom. I'm not sure if you saw it. Oh. Last week, Brad Pitt said some of the most beautiful women that he's ever met have been from Portsmouth from when he shot a film down here. Really, though? Like, not down here. Down there. Down yeah. There. Really? Where I'm from. I mean, which is remarkable because some people down there have like three teeth. <laughs> That's what he likes. <laughs> he likes those birds with three teeth. But I was just like, oh, okay, Brad, I get it. Okay, we've, you've got I a get time. it. I get it. You're, you're, you're trying to invite me into your relationship that, with that Angelina. Be, and with, yeah, okay, sure. Sure. I, I probably would. Sure. Melging with Brangelina. Melging. Oh my God, what would they call it? Melgelina Uzi. Melgeuzi. Melgeuzi. To... to Subralina? Subralina. Subralina. That sounds Sans- like a cake. Subralina, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like they tell it. Oh, it's Oh, lovely. you've got to get a Subralina. It's an Austrian thing. Um, yeah. And, oh, fun fact about the X-Files. Saw the X-Files film and then was taken for my first curry. That's not a fact about the, the X-Files. That's a fact about you. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting, though. It was really, wonderful. really interesting. The Holmesdale Tandoori Who in Bromley. With? with my mum and dad. I was only like 10. 
And what did you have for your first curry? I think I had um, a gel frazzy, actually. Oh, my God, that's so brave. Yeah, so brave, right? So brave. You're Loved so it. So brave, Tom. So brave. So brave. It was really great. I remember thinking, how do they make these? Where do they get all these flavours from? India. How do they get them all into... Yeah, they get them from <laughs> India. Um, how do they get them all into a curry? It must be so complicated. And it is. And still, to this day, I've never really made a curry. Because I find them too overwhelming. They're so nice, though. So nice. We had a lovely curry with your parents in Edinburgh. Oh, and yeah, which mom. you recommended that yeah. place. What was that Mother place India. downstairs? Mother India. Pro- Who are we sat next to? <laughs> Our mothers. No. Oh, and um, not, um, not, yeah, Jeremy Paxman. Jeremy Paxman. Yeah, very tall. Yeah, very tall. Mum, mum did that thing that she does when she talks out. Mum, I've told you that mum talks out the side of her mouth. She doesn't realise. <laughs> Celebs that, love that. She thinks that that's a whisper. What did she So, like, she just does <laughs> it out the side of her mouth. So, like, for example, when it was my birthday, we yes. went down to Portsmouth. Yes. My mum had organised a cake at my nan's house for me. Oh, Bless her heart. Lovely thing to but do. So, my auntie said, Should we get a slice of cake here? Yeah. And my mum tried to whisper, but I was sat next to her and said it at the same level that she would speak, <laughs> but just outside of her mouth. And we've got a cake back at nan's. <laughs> Can't whisper. That's lovely, though. Can't whisper. But maybe it could be one of the most attractive women in the world if Brad Pitt saw her. If side. Brad Pitt saw her. Your mother is very pretty. She's. She looks just like me. <laughs> she looks just like you. You do look quite a lot like. There's that great picture you put on Facebook of you as a baby being held by your mum. Yeah, mum's nudie at the top. Oh, was she? Oh, yeah, she was. It was very, in that sort of lovely, um, what, was the, what would we call the lighting? Like sort of soft, soft, like, a, like burgundy lighting. Yeah, oh. very, very late 80s, yeah. And, and your mum's like frizzy perm. Which I'm now sporting, oh, frizzy perm. Is that a perm? Yeah, I have it once every six months. Oh, yes, because what is your advice? Isn't that your advice to people? My advice to anyone. If anyone <laughs> says, do you have any life advice, say a perm once every six months to bring out the natural kink. Oh, lovely. It's Big a natural hair, don't kink. Care. Big hair, don't care. So that's not actually a natural curl. It's a natural kink. A natural kink. See, I don't know this about hair. No. Although, didn't you tell me the other day that... Yes. I was late to meet you the other day because I'd bought a new conditioner. I had to wait three minutes for it to come off. And then you said that you still Thank condition you. your head. Yeah. Why? Because I think it's like when people have their legs chopped off and they get phantom itches. <laughs> I still shampoo and condition my hair, what's left of it. Because I just otherwise it goes very spiky. That's the other thing. It's very spiky. Do you ever put a towel on your head and pretend it's a ponytail? Of course. Of course. And sometimes I put a towel turban on if I'm in hotels because oh, I want to yeah. pretend like I'm a big, like big deal. Desmond. Like I'm Norma Desmond. <laughs> I don't know why I'm frightened. And um, yeah, and so that's what I do about hair. But uh, gay icons, or we could have just called this one Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Plus I... the X-Files. <laughs> yeah, what tweet at her? I, well, I feel like I have a lot, lot of icons. I think I'd be a bit scared of meeting some of them. Like, I think if I met Elton John, which I nearly did, I didn't nearly meet him, but I think I'd be a bit scared because I'd be like, I'd oh my be God. such a, a I was wreck. quite scared the first time I met Alan. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah, because, so, so I do his support, but the thing was, he had to sort of see me before he could say that I could do his support. Oh. So I was on stage at a gig, just a little gig in London, and I sort of looked to the side and he was stood there. Oh. And, but and you know, like, that's terrifying because... Yeah, of course. When you're being watched by someone for something. And being watched by someone that you really admire it's and think is wonderful. It's terrifying, isn't it? It's terrifying. Luckily, it went well. It did. He loves but you. Terrifying. These things, well, are taught to, brought to teach us. 
I don't think that is actually an expression. No, Tom's not allowed to say anymore today. Um, I'm, just, I'm now having this cup of coffee, so I'll probably make a bit more sense after this. Thank God for that. Well, Thank God. now well, we've come to the now end. To the end. Oh, no, what a shame. Well, haven't we had a lovely time? Haven't we had a lovely time? Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to come to our tour, you know you can. The details are You're at very welcome. suzyruffle.co.uk. Or tomindeed.com. And, um, Tom, we're getting so good at that. We could start presenting like a TV show. Oh you know where they God. do that? Children in Need. This is down the bottom. Yeah, we could do that. We could point down and say, the ITV telethon. The website's Oh, awesome. yes. Um, or get in touch with the P.O. box. Just write into the P.O. box um, and, you know, and come and see us on our Like Minded Friends tour. And that will be starting in September. Very exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, I hope you have a lovely week. Have a lovely week. And we can't wait to see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye.